Hey, everybody. I love that we can connect through this quarantine podcast every day. Um, so this is Joe, and I decided that I wanted to share something pretty practical with you guys tonight. Um, I f- first learned to pray at a very young age. Um, so the idea and the concept of prayer was something that was modeled for me um, as for as long as I can remember. Um, it's even funny that some of the stories in like my life and my family talk about me praying or like bowing my head in prayer and folding my hands even before I knew what prayer was, um, even before I had like language for things. Um, and so it's a very common thing for me to send these requests to Jesus um, and to truly pour out my heart to him. Um, I was always told that honesty was something that he valued and that he understood and that there was absolutely nothing in my life that would scare him. There's absolutely nothing that I would be going through that he would be shocked by. And so that truly like my prayer life or my prayer closet, as you've probably heard people call it, is the safest place to be. And so I find myself almost running to that place that I've created somewhat mentally, um, to be really honest. Like I feel like I can truly uh, dig into my heart and, and talk to God um, no matter where I am. My car is a favorite, right? Uh, because you're kind of by yourself. Um, but in all honesty, um, it's kind of funny that I'm, I'm usually on the floor. So either there's like a little carpet on the floor of my bedroom or the floor of my bathroom or even in the kitchen floor. Um, I'm not usually in a chair um, when I'm praying. So I find a place that I feel somewhat cozy, somewhat comfortable. And it sounds really uh, weird just to say that. And I just start talking and it feels like I'm talking to myself sometimes, but I know I'm not um, because I know that God hears and I know that he listens and I know that he wants to know what's going on in my life. And all of that is just promises from the word. And so just to kind of show you that when I don't know what to pray or I don't know how to pray, um, I, I'll find a scripture. Um, and so I wanted to start in Matthew chapter six today um, because it kind of explains a little bit about what Jesus thought about prayer. Um, and I don't know if we'll go into like the Lord's prayer, but it's in the verses that lead up to that, that I kind of wanted to sit for and park for just a few moments. Um, so in Matthew chapter six, verse five, it says, and when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him.
So that was verses 5 through 8. One of the interesting thoughts here to me is is kind of like I didn't even know I was doing something right when I wanted to hide away and share kind of words with with God. Um but I was. I I think it is a beautiful talent and a wonderful habit to get into to pray aloud or to pray with your family or pray with your friends. I think that um that praying out loud is is truly a gift in of itself. Um but I feel most edified and I feel I feel most um built up and fulfilled in the Lord when I'm doing this stuff in secret when it's just me and him. Um and then when I get to verse 8 it says, "Do not be like them for your father knows what you need before you ask him." Once I began to look at my prayer life as more for me than for God, um I feel like I had that was a great epiphany, like the great awakening in my heart was, oh, I need to go pray to God because um, I he needs to know what's going on in my life. Um, and that's just absolutely not true. He knows my needs before I even ask him. Guys, how incredibly awesome is that? He's so big and he's so powerful and he's so good. Because he sees us and he hears us and he knows our hearts. He knows exactly what we need. So when I began to view my prayer life as it it kept my heart in tune with his and it gave me an outlet and an expression, a totally safe place to share my thoughts or my desires, it it flipped a switch. I was like, oh, I want to do that. Not out of obligation or not out of fear, but simply because I want to go talk to God. Um, and I'm not telling him anything he doesn't already know. Um, and I know that whatever I bring to him, he is powerful enough and wonderful enough to help me through it. Not always in the ways that I would expect and not always giving me what I want, but that doesn't remove his power or his goodness or what he wants to do with this season in my life. So I learn a lot. Um, and my entire life is kind of realigned to scripture when I, when I prioritize this, this prayer time in my life. Um, the last little tidbit that I want to share is what that looks like. I think I alluded to this just a few minutes ago, but it was, what if I don't know what to pray or what if I don't know how to pray? Um, well, I spend a lot of time in the book of Psalms. Um, and so even if I go over and look at some of my highlighted portions, um, I take time to apply this to my life. Um, I think I did this in one of my last, um, podcasts over Psalm 73 is how does this apply to me? Oh guys, I do it all the time. You should see all the highlights on Psalm 23, that the Lord would be my shepherd. Um, and so those are things that like, I can almost recite from memory. Um, but I make it the cry of my heart. I make I make these words mean something, not only to modern day times, because sometimes the Bible can feel a, a bit out of date, right? But more specifically to my life. So when I say, when I'm looking at Psalm 23, um, and I'm looking at like verse 3, I'm just thinking about like that he restores my soul and he leads me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. 
my heart and my, my, even my words immediately turn to God, you restore my soul. You see how tired and how weary we are. Um, I am specifically, you see what I struggle with every day. You see how overwhelmed I've become and you're restoring me and you're leading me in a path of righteousness that, oh, that God, that you would draw me nigh to you, that you would make the path that I'm supposed to take so so clear, crystal clear, that I'm able to obey and I'm able to see exactly what you would have me to do um, in every situation. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. God, I don't know if I've been through the valley of the shadow of death today, but these times are pretty crazy. And I've been, I definitely have experienced something hard, um, but I will fear no evil. What does that mean for me today? Um, that I will not be overwhelmed. I will not believe a lie. Um, I will um, be anxious in nothing. That's why we put the word in our heart is so that in times of trouble or in times where we need to testify and tell other people about the hope that we have found, that we have scripture to lean back on. I can always come back to this. And I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I'm clinging to truth and that I'm living by truth and I'm sharing truth. And so even go down to surely goodness and mercy shall follow me that I end a prayer of just like in joyful Thanksgiving and an endless hope, um, that he, that he, he has goodness and he has mercy that he will shower upon my life. Um, and that I know that he'll make sense of, he'll make sense of things. Even if I don't get what I want out of it. Um, I know that him and his presence and the truth of the word will stand firm forever. Um, so I just pick a, there's so many parts of scripture. Psalms is, is very easy to do this with. There's definitely other things that even when you're reading about uh, more historical works of like the lives of other people, it can turn our hearts into a prayer where we learn to pray after we read scripture. And just to kind of circle back to what did, you know, what did Jesus actually tell us to do in the book of Matthew? Um, many times I've gone to the Lord's prayer and broke it down in my life of our father who art in heaven. I'm like, Oh, he's such a good God. And I just sing, I sing his praises. I, I pray and I give thanksgiving, um, for how good he is and how he's been active in my life or how I've seen him at work, something with a heart full of thanksgiving. Um, and then we, um, then we move on to the, I'm turning things back. Sorry for the page. For, sorry for the delay. Um, hallowed be your name. So how holy is he? How good is he? Um, just opening up in praise. And then your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I ask him endlessly to, to make his will be done in my life or to show me um, what steps to take in order to make that happen. I constantly ask to give us this day our daily bread so that he takes care of me. He's my portion. He knows exactly what is set before me. He knows exactly what I'm going to be asked to do and what I need. Um, to give us this day, our daily bread one day at a time to forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. Sometimes we have to park there longer than we even would want to. Um, just how, how many times we need to either ask for forgiveness or ask, um, how to forgive. And lead us not into temptation, but to deliver us from evil. Um, 
those words apply to our lives every single day. And so even when we don't have any other words to say, we can come back to the Lord's Prayer, um, exactly how he taught his disciples how to pray. And we can use this as a model in our lives. And as our prayer increases, I believe our wisdom increases. And I believe our spirit becomes more fine-tuned to the world around us and to what God would have us to do. And so I hope this was encouraging. And if you're running out of ideas and you don't have the words to speak, um, if we just turn to scripture, even the littlest things can help turn our hearts to God. I hope that was helpful, guys. And I can't wait to see and talk to y'all again soon.